Howdy folks, this is 5150 for Hacker Public Radio. I recently learned where Linux stores the PPD file created when you set up a printer and how to copy it between PCs. I'd like to briefly share that information with you. And you're probably wondering, well, 50, why do I need to know that? Because every time I go into cups to set up a printer, I'm presented with a list of manufacturers and models. I can easily select my printer from there every time. Why manually copy the file? Well, I, I can think of three reasons. First, perhaps the normal cups, which stands for, of course, Common Unified Printing System, uh, doesn't have the perfect definition file for your printer. In rare instances, you might have to download a PPD from the printer's manufacturer or from another source if, if the manufacturer doesn't support Linux. If so, if you've done that once on another machine, copying the PPD over may be a lot easier than uh, finding it and downloading it again. Uh, the second reason might be you can configure cups and you get to the point where you would select a manufacturer and a model, and it's grayed out. This happened to me the first time I tried to configure cups under Lenaro on my Odroid X. Now, uh, some people may be tired of hearing me talk about the Odroid. I haven't done a HPR on it yet. That, that's upcoming. But I can tell you now, for the sake of this uh, conversation, it's not going to be about the Odroid, but for all intents and purposes, Lenaro is an ARM port of mainline Ubuntu, Unity included. I installed CUPS via Aptitude and tried to configure printers I would on any Linux system. When I got to the printer selection, the drop-down to select a manufacturer was grayed out, as were the field, the field to manually type in a path to the PPD file. And to make sure I could replicate it, I closed the browser completely and tried, tried again, and the same thing happened. This is what prompted me to try to find out where the PPD files are, that are generated by CUPS are located on one of my already up and running systems and copy it over. I never got to see how it would work, though, because after I had located the PPD file on uh, my Lubuntu system, copied it over the network, and had everything set up and ready to install, the next time I ran CUPS, this was a couple days later, on my Odroid X, when I got to the point to select a manufacturer and uh, then a model, that whole list was populated. It looked just like it would have on any other Linux system. So, I, like I said, it had been a couple days, I had, I had done that get update and upgrade on that system in between. I, I can't imagine uh, that somehow CUPS was installed and the printer, the printer definitions weren't. Uh, I'd rather say it was just sort, sort of a glitch, but I couldn't tell you either way. Okay, now the third, the third reason that you might want to move a PPD file from one system to the other, uh, I, I've talked in a previous episode, previously aired, I assume, uh, about my experiences installing Synarch on my uh, 
little notebook computer and I installed cups and when I when I uh, got to the point sub printer it it there was common you know the man all the manufacturer selections were there but when you got into HP it, you pretty much had laserjet and deskjet and, and maybe color laserjet etc but there you didn't really have selections for individual mon, uh, models there was just one for deskjet so in that case and I'm still <clears throat> I still haven't had time to go back and correct the crash on the uh, or or the problem I'm having on the computer uh, with the desktop manager that I mentioned on the previous episode. Uh, so once I get that fixed or install a different arch, whatever side I'm going to do with it, then I will be copying the uh, more specific PPD file over from one of my other computers uh, and trying it out. Okay, copy the PPD. So you go to the computer where you already have the printer set up, of course, and you're looking for a .ppd file, and that's that stands for Postscript Printer Definition, and that's just a text file with a bunch of settings in there. I did a cat on mine just to make sure, because when I had trouble with the Odroid X, I was thinking, well, surely there's nothing binary in there that has to be compiled for a specific platform. And it turns out, no, there there wasn't. So I couldn't figure out why I would have cups, and I wouldn't have uh, the manufacturer and model list unless it was a binary but i digress you need to go into the system where the printer's already installed and look in the folder slash etsy slash cups slash ppd slash model now depending on your distro it may be just slash etsy slash cups slash ppd that's the way my odroid x was there wasn't a slash model folder i could i tried creating one and uh you certainly i think you put the ppd wherever you want and uh i just checked my fedora laptop that i'm recording on and it only ha- it only has slash etsy slash cups slash ppd so check for both of those folders and you should have a one or more files with PPD extension, and they're they're going to be named. Uh, they're not going to be the probably the model name uh, of the printer. These are generated by Cup, so it's going to have the name when asks you what to call the printer. So when you're, when you're in your applications, if it's a DeskJet, uh, and you call and you said the name of this printer is going to be DeskJet, you're looking for DeskJet.ppd. If you said the name of this printer is going to be Epson, you're looking for Epson. Dot .ppd or you know, backoffice.ppd if that's what you named your printer or fred's printer.ppd that's whatever name you gave it that's what it's going to be it's not it's not going to be a mo- uh like a driver name uh that somehow indicates the model now you want to copy that over to the other system and depends on which way you're working but you're not going to be a co- in, unless you're on the new system as root. So in other words, if you're remoting into your, if, you, if you're on the computer it has the PPD file and you're trying to copy it over the fi- to the computer it doesn't, it's not likely you're going to be remoted into the computer it doesn't as root. And you're probably not going to, if you're working the other direction and you're on the computer that lacks the PPD file and you're, you're, uh, importing it in or, or you remote you remote it into the system it does have it you're probably still not going to be locally log in as root when you do the copy so you're not going to be able to copy the file directly into slash etsy slash cup slash ppd slash model 
just copy it to your home folder because you may want to do some manipulations on the file anyway. Now from here, we're in the territory I never actually got to test because, like I told you, I went into the O-Droid uh, the second time and er printers were all there, everything was fine. But according to the post I found on, on linuxquestions.org, of course, you got to remember the PPD file is the product of installing a printer. And all those settings that CUPS extracts the information about your printer from is apparently in a gzipped file. And so, and so, so there's, there's a gzip that's a library of all printers. At least now, like I said, I'm I'm going by the article. I didn't I didn't actually try this uh, or need to try it. But so, in a nutshell, uh, Cups isn't looking for for when it when it creates that list of printers and or manufacturers and models, it's not looking in a in a PPD file, it's looking in a gzipped library. So you want to turn your PPD file into a gzipped library. And of course, it's only going to have the one printer. And the article that I read said uh, to do, say, and this is before you copy anything, this still still in your home folder, uh, do gzip space dash c space myprinter.ppd space, greater than symbol, space, myprinter.ppd.gz. Now, the, the reason we're doing it that way, first, of course, uh, supplant myprinter.ppd in the example with whatever uh, your PPD's name is. And uh, with the, the dash C is for copy, because I understand it uh, from, from reading the information on gzip, reading the man, that if you just say gzip myprinter.ppd, you're going to come up with a new, uh, it's going to overwrite that original file. It's just going to zip that file into itself or into the, sa into the same file name. So you look there, you won't have a second gzip file. You'll just have myprinter.ppd, except it, it, it will be archived. It will, it will be zipped up. So that's why you use the dash C copy, so let's make another copy, and then you use the redirection, the, the uh, greater than symbol, to direct the output into a new file name. That way you're not overriding the original myprinter.ppd. And then, of course, you, you, would you would have to become root and copy the gzip file into etsy slash cups slash pd slash model. Okay, the next part just going to be review on cups. Uh, most people have already heard all this. So you open up uh, the address localhost colon 631 in a browser. So local localhost is what uh, it is going to reference back to whatever the IP address of your system is. So you're going you're you're opening up a web page on your system on port 631, which is the port uh, Cups runs on. So if if you have Cups installed, there's going to be a web page at your IP address colon 631. I mean, if you know, if you have a fixed IP address, you know the IP address. You could you could type in your uh, IP address. You could type in 127.0.0.1, but it's easier just to type in localhost colon literally localhost colon 631. Okay, click the administration tab, and for under administration, click the add printer button. And if this this is your first time using Cups, 
uh, and you're and you're using this as a as a primer, and you're familiar with installing uh, a printer on a Macintosh, and this looks very familiar to you. Well, there's a reason for that. Uh, Cups is an open source project, but it is so, solely the creation of Apple. Okay, now I I've got my desk jet hooked up to to an Ethernet print server. In other words, that uh, instead of having the USB cable plugged into any printer on, or any particular system on my network, I have it plugged into one, uh, to a little print server box which has an IP address. This is not intended to be a cup's primer, so I'm not going to tell you every possible way to connect to your printer. I'm going to tell you how I connect to my printer. So, in my case, w- with the uh, Ethernet print server, I select uh, Apple Socket or no App Socket slash HP JetDirect and click continue. And JetDirect, as you may or may not know, is HP's brand of Ethernet print servers. It's sort of an industry standard. Uh, it, it's one of those things. Like if if you if if you're working with third-party provider for software for an enterprise or any kind of business, they kind of expect you to have. If you're running Windows, they expect you to have Windows Pro. And in the same way, if you're trying to set set up print. Uh, printers on a network for any application. They kind of expect you to use uh, a lot of times the Jet JetDirect brand specifically because uh, it it's not bad. They they work. They you know they probably cost four or five times uh, the less expensive models you can find on Newegg. But uh, and this is not a JetDirect primer. But that's that's why it's in there. Just because it says JetDirect doesn't mean it has to be an HP JetDirect uh, brand. Uh, e- Ethernet print server. Okay, you you click, you select that, and you click continue. Now again, this is what works on my network. Doesn't necessarily mean this is going to be what works on your network. Uh, from they give you, you have to manually type in the address, and the format that works for me is socket colon slash slash. Then the IP address that I've assigned to my print server. It's going to be, you know, it's only going to work if you give it a fixed address colon 9100 which is the default port uh, for, for ethernet print services and then click continue and i say default port you may have a different experience for your print server i i can't seem to move to, to move mine off of 9100 of course if you can log into your print server and select a different address uh then or a different yeah different port address i'm sorry so if you have yours on a different port then of course, you would type in whatever port's appropriate for you. All right, on the next page, uh, you fill in the printer name. Remember, this is where we talked about this is where the PPD comes from, or the name for the PPD. And that'll be how it shows up, of course, every time you select that printer in an application on the system. You really don't have to up in the other fields. There, there's printer description and printer location. So if you're on a big net, you apply more to a big network. I mean, your home, you know what that printer is. You really don't have to 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 leave a big long-winded explanation for yourself. Now, of course, yes, in enterprise environment, you may want to say, "Hey, this is the this is the printer in the regional manager's office, etc." So people know what they're hitting. And you click continue. And if the post on Linux uh, 
questions was correct, you know, with it lacking any other source for to to find the printer models and manufacturers, Cups would find the G the GZ file that you created, the GZIP file, and show that one manufacturer and model. If if it's the case where uh you know you have you ha- you have manufacturers and models but not not the specific one uh i'm assuming from the article i read there it cups is going to look in any gzip file not just the first one so you'll have all your standard all your standard printers that normally come with cups and then your your one that you just created you've added will will appear in that list as well now probably it might it might be just as well remember i mentioned that there is a uh, field just to type in the path to the PPD, and I, there's a browse button on there. Maybe you just instead of going through this whole G zip thing, uh, it it might be just just as well that you just copy your PPD file from the other computer into either that PPD or the model folder, depending you know what, uh, depending on how Cups is set up on your system, and then reference it that way. And then the next in the next screen you would. Uh, modify and or accept the default printer saying just whenever you set up a printer two-sided printing blah 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 all that kind of stuff the other way to go is you might copy your ppd over and then um, modify your etsy slash well sl- sorry slash etsy of course slash cups slash printers dot com and you you could uh, edit that manually it, it seems kind of complicated but probably probably wouldn't be too hard to figure out how to uh, place a printer in there. Okay, this, like I said, has been a, a very drawn-out discussion on a very simple thing. So, uh, thanks for your attention. This is 5150 for Hacker Public Radio, and you can reach me at 5150 at com, uh, and my webpage, such as it is, is at thebigredswitch.drupalgardens.com. We'll see you folks the next time. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.